everyone, welcome to Beyond the Dance Floor podcast, a place to learn more about what goes on beyond what you see on the dance floor. It's about mentality, history, and how the skills you learn in breaking or the arts in general can apply more broadly to the rest of your life. Today we talk with the one and only pieces of Maximum Efficiency crew out of Toronto, Canada. Whether it's on the dance floor with his crew or in meetings with funders, Pieces is one of the most inspirational people I've met through this breaking journey. He's become a world-class dancer, started his own charity called Unity and helped make it a million dollar one at that, passed it on to good people and started a new adventure with Epic. He's even written a very honest and open book about the whole experience. We got to chat about some of the things that came up in his book like mental health, dance and hip hop culture and how it permeates into the rest of his life. Being accepted for who you are and trusting people, learning and adapting and so much more. Really great guy with a lot of great things to share, and I hope you enjoy the talk. Peace. All right, we're here with pieces from Maximum Efficiency Crew. One crew, that's so rare these days. <laughs> what do you mean that's rare? Why is that rare? Yeah, you know, people got repping like a million crews. It's fine. You're one of the, you're, one of the, you're part of a dying breed. <laughs> is that fine? I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, we're here with pieces. <laughs> Uh, super inspiring guy. Um, we got a lot, a lot of stuff that I want to talk about with you, but and just catch up in general. Cause, it's good to see you, man. It's yeah. it's been a hot minute. Holy. Yeah, we were just talking about this earlier. Like, last time we saw each other was maybe four, four or five years ago, but it was only for a brief moment because you were so busy with this huge festival in Toronto that you you're. Your charity runs, ran, runs, still runs. And then before that, I think it was like Yukon, which is like seven years ago or something like that or more. Damn. Yeah, we've sort of connected over like long periods of time. But yeah, I think I was, I was a pretty crappy, pretty crappy person when I was working at Unity when it came to having friends. So <laughs> sorry, I didn't, you know, make that time. But now I'm, I'm spending more time with people so i'm happy to like yeah choose where i spend my time not sort of be consumed by something that doesn't you know both i choose not to give the time but also doesn't give me the space to be able to you know properly hang with people so uh yeah i'm happy to be here man and you know yeah it's exciting to see what you've been doing just kind of these raw informal <laughs> chill conversations I, I brought my plants you know Nice, nice. Those are your true <laughs> homies right there. They're always there for you. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why don't we start with maybe for people who don't know who you are, can you give just like a little background of yourself and, and what you've been up to and this kind of this, this kind of thing? Yeah, sure. Uh, Mikey, as my friends call me, Pieces, as my crew and most people in the breaking community call me. Um, a b-boy been dancing since i was about 12 or 13 years old and uh to this day so just over 20 years it's, it's weird to say that it's super <laughs> weird to say that i'm like what i thought i was the young guy at one point but <laughs> apparently not um 
took the the idea of breaking and put it into sort of a business which was uh or like a business venture where we use hip-hop to uh, go into schools and provide opportunities for young people uh, and register that as a charity in the form of a charity um but in many ways grew it and ran it like a business in terms of like fundraising and building teams and all that stuff and took that to to um a pretty good like size and and then i sort of stepped away after uh nearly like 15 years of putting in a lot of love and all the other stuff to make it work and all the bringing together a lot of people for who i thought were you know had some good perspectives and both hip-hop but also community development and you know building organizations and then now i'm sort of on to a new sort of independent career where i focus on uh, essentially helping people start nonprofits and build nonprofits and uh, support them in doing that versus being the guy at the front because mm -hmm. that was kind of killing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, for for people who don't know, Mikey just released a, a book like laying out all of this this whole story and your journey through uh, running unity and then your new your new venture with epic and it's a really interesting book really like so much good information that i think so many people need i think it's a book that every every person in like the hip-hop community and just anyone in general who's interested in like entrepreneurship and, and running something or starting something themselves should read like it's Oh man, thanks for saying. I mean, honestly, I'm curious to hear like your thoughts now that you've had a chance to check it out. I mean, I, I spent so much of my life. I, I got it right here. I've spent like so much of my life, like friggin' everywhere. These books in my house, uh, but like poorly. It's really like a journal, you know. Like I wrote yeah. a journal for 15 years of my life and mm -hmm. uh, decided to put that into the format of a book. It's not really like a traditional, yeah, you know, book in that sense, but. I think that's the, the beauty of it is just it's sharing my personal life and my experiences the way that I experienced them. Not to say that that's how everyone experienced them. Mm -hmm. uh, I did do a lot of fact checking. Like I asked people for permission and like, you know, asked them to read stories that involved them and said, like, hey, do you want to like tweak this in any way? Are there any parts that I'm missing from your perspective? Like I really spent a lot of time doing that. I'm sure there's some stuff in there that, you know, isn't 100 percent, but like uh i think that's the beauty of it is that it's uh it's just a part of my life you know it's mm -hmm. it's a sort of a snapshot of the way that i look at the world the way i look at breaking in terms of like creativity on you know in breaking and when i'm like doing power combos and you know trying to piece ideas together it's like i look at the same thing uh when i'm building relationships to you know try to create a nonprofit or a social idea that that i haven't seen before you know and use those same skills of i don't know making things up as i go along and breaking and like finding the momentum when i'm falling and catching myself and just being like oh i'm here cool i know what i can do in this position and oh i'm here now i know what i can do in that position and it's the same like i go to a funder and try to pitch to them and i don't know what i'm doing but i know how to talk to people to some extent like i have a like enough confidence to say okay i can i can have a conversation with you and kind of guess what it would 
that I have to do to pitch someone. So then I go into that mode, like, what do I need to do to sort of creatively get to the place that I want to get uh, by the end of this conversation or, you know, several conversations. And I, so I, I kind of look at it similarly. I'm like, cool, mm -hmm. this one's a challenging one. Like mm -hmm. they told me I have five minutes and they don't look like they want me to be in their space. So I got to really sort of adapt and appeal to that particular interest. And maybe I won't, maybe they'll kick me out of their office or, mm -hmm. you know, but <clears throat> I think that's the fun of it all, you know, like facing challenges, um, in breaking in life, mm -hmm. et cetera. But yeah, so I, I try to like parallel some of those things because I, I don't think breaking lives in isolation personally. Yeah. Like I think it's, it's connected to the wider world, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's like one of the big parts. There's a lot that you put in there, but that's like, you know, maybe it's just cause like I'm coming from that same perspective of like breaking is like one of your core things. Right. And so it sort of like permeates into the rest of your life in some ways. But uh, I think you did it, you put it really well, like laid it out with like someone who's not even a dancer or involved in hip hop or whatever. It's like you get a bit of that primer of what hip hop is and then you see how it's connect. it can connect to these other things. And so as someone who's never who might have never seen it or know what hip hop's about, they get a bit of that and then they see how it's connected to this other stuff. And then people who are involved in dance and hip hop, they can see it and be like, oh yeah, all these things that I've learned in hip hop or breaking or whatever, I can use that to like help grow other aspects of my life or something like that, which I thought was really good. You have like stuff about the crew and how you perceive the crew and how that's like, you perceive your team in in the way you work and stuff like that how you treat people how you make decisions and things like that it's really good i thought thanks man yeah no i think i i, I encourage people to think of things multi-dimensionally like it's not just like you know if you're a chef or if you're like you know I, i've seen a lot of dancers who are really amazing cooks i'm not one of them but <laughs> for people who know me or have known some of my escapades with cooking they'll know that 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 does not apply for me but mm -hmm. uh, I, I do think that there's something to be said about like sort of these parallel tracks and the things that we do in life you know how we treat other people how we you know uh you know work in in, in the business world how we work in in, in any uh situation it really parallels across all facets and mm -hmm. i don't know i think like the business world and you know corporate stuff needs a bit of shaking up and like we don't always treat people um like in a humane way and mm -hmm. uh and i and i tried to challenge that like in the sense of creating a workplace where it didn't feel like we were at work you know mm -hmm. at least for me and i i would be very like silly and just kind of myself and try to encourage people to do the same thing. Like just come to work however you feel comfortable, you know? And yeah. I'm surprised you don't have like a, a funny animal shirt on right now. I know. <laughs> I chose to wear the Wintour today. To yeah, wrap. But, you know, that's you that's know? another part of you that's like, you got to represent that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah trust me, I, I debated it. I'm like, is it a shirt or like something with a fox on it or like MEC Wintour type of thing, you know? Yeah. 
but the crew always takes the cake when it comes to stuff like this, you know, I gotta, mm -hmm. I gotta represent. And mm -hmm. that's also part of it, you know, like mm -hmm. the way I treat my friends, the way I treat, uh, I'm part of the crew and that connection. How can I bring that into the, my work life? How, you know, cause I spend a lot of time at work. So why do I have to try to pretend to be someone else? Um, yeah. We, so many of us do, right? Like, we're just like, okay, we put on that work face. It's like, mm -hmm. well, how do I create an environment where I can bring myself to those different spaces? And, and it's hard to do because a lot of people don't accept that, right? It's just, they, it's like, this is how you are at work and this is how you are with your family and this is how you are yeah. breaking and, and yeah. they're different worlds, mm -hmm. you know? And I, sometimes I blend them together and sometimes, uh, well, I generally blend them together, like, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, like you're you're Mikey everywhere. You're you're this you're the same guy everywhere. Yeah, and some people don't like that, you know. Like some mm -hmm. people don't like that. They want to see something else, or they want to see me act a certain way, or wear a certain thing, or like even before in breaking, it's funny we talked about what I'm wearing. Like I used to dress like a complete like fool. Like I just wore just the same pair of like I was like a Bart Simpson. Like I wore the same pair. Of, <laughs> cargo pants brown cargo pants when i was a kid and then like mec was like no like can't dress like that. <laughs> breaking scene and i'm like what do you mean like i'm winning all these battles who cares what i'm doing? and uh they're like you're gonna start losing because people judge your clothes like, <laughs> so anyways i got some new sh uh, you know some new shoes and cleaned up my act a little bit but still I, I i make fun of that and wear the dinosaur t-shirts because like they know that that's me and yeah i don't really care you know if people don't like me for yeah. who i am then that's probably their problem mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um I, I used to like smile in battles you know like i would stick my tongue out at people and they're just like what are you doing stop it it's weird <laughs> like just being myself <laughs> deal yeah. with it yeah yeah yeah, that actually reminds me of like this story that Mark told me one time, just about the the way you dress and this kind of thing. And it's like this random thing where he was at some jam, and uh, I think Track Two was judging, and like after they did their battle, they were outside, and Track Two came up to him and was like, "Yo, I, when I saw you, I thought you were like some accountant or something like that," because he was wearing this like collared shirt and something like that. And then you know Mark's style, he just like flips around and does whatever the hell he wants. But yeah, it's like, you know, sometimes that can work for you because people have, they see maybe this like, oh, he's got this like goofy shirt on or, you know, he's like, he doesn't look like a B-boy or whatever. And that can kind of help you in some ways, like breaking people's expectations and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, I, I think I learned that from my pops. Like he, mm -hmm. like he just acts like himself. But like mm -hmm. sometimes I think that like lowers people's guards a little bit because they're mm -hmm. like, oh, this guy's an idiot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh yeah, and then yeah, you just kind yeah. of, Ooh, you know, like you yeah. show them how you do it, and yeah. I think that's the thing is like I come with all the practice to to prove what mm -hmm. I'm there to prove on the dance floor, or wherever, or in yeah. fundraising or the, the program stuff, but I don't try to fake the funk and be some like corporate mm -hmm. business guy. And, and, I, and I think it does it. People kind of like, well, oh, this guy, this guy's a fool. Like, what is he doing here? And then, yeah. 
in some cases that that does i guess probably work to 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 the advantage you know um, yeah, maybe so. i don't do that like conniving i'm not like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i wear a stupid shirt so people don't take me seriously you know but it does have an effect you know um people don't you know they, they get intimidated or whatever mm -hmm. or if you i'm too slick with things so yeah but i i really like that aspect because you mentioned it a lot in the in the book that like if people if people don't accept you for who you are and how you are then maybe like you know they're not the person to work with they don't their your values don't match up and so even if they have they're like a big funder or something like that if the values don't match up maybe that's the wrong it's just not a good person to to work with or it's not going to be a long-term like thing if they were to fund you like same as it yeah and i think it applies really well to crews too right like you mm -hmm. think of some people who are like oh that why is that person acting that way they're like oh they're part of that crew you know or like and that can be a good thing and that can also be you know a negative thing too and i think that's the interesting thing about it is you know at least with mec and which is why i've never really changed crews or been affiliated with others um is because like we have that connection in the way that we operate in our i guess in our values you know mm -hmm. and you know andel and nastic and you know guys like Emstro and switch and um and the old school like mec is a complicated crew because we have like a whole generation from that no longer breaks and mm -hmm. there's a whole generation that's current and i was kind of a bridge in between both of those two crews but um ultimately like especially the current gen like i have that connection to them you know and similarly with my team when i was at unity and similarly with the people i try to surround myself with and you know it's not 100 percent. like there's always like someone in the group that you're sort of bringing along or you know they're learning something and you're learning something and it's not to say that people are perfectly aligned even if they're in a crew or even if they're in like a company but it's about sort of moving with people who you know you don't have to think twice if they have your back and i think that's kind of the funny thing about um companies crews friends people you choose to associate with if like at least for me if like i i'm not 100 percent confident that they you know would say the same thing in front of me that they would behind my back that they would you know in any other context then to me i don't want to really I just don't gravitate to people that, that I believe are sort of scheming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because um, you can get to the final outcome with people who are, I'm not saying people who are like me, but people who um, can trust, you know, each other. And uh, if there's that lack of trust, then like, I, I kind of like, like, what's what's the agenda? You know, like people who I ask, what's the agenda? I'm like, well, what do you want out of this? I'm like, I don't even know like i'm just here you know like i'm here to exist amongst other humans and <laughs> we can coexist then dope and if people are like sort of underlying motivations that they're trying to sort of gain something from being connected to unity or to to mm -hmm. to me or or the crew in some way and they're not just authentically just there because you know it resonates and they're connected to it then i'm like okay <clears throat> it might not be the right time, you know what I'm saying? So, um, or just might not be the right, like the right fit. But I've also seen people who like back in the day, uh, 
you know, I used to battle and, and go up against and, you know, classic guy who, you know, I, I've never really had a negative opinion for, but I think, um, I think as of recently, I've really developed a lot of respect for is um, like a guy like Jay Rebel, you know, like back in the day, our crew used to go up against Super Nats and there was beef and whatever. So just by being part of MEC and the opposing force to that beef, I had to like, not believe the beef, but you know, there was, there was energy between Super Nats and our crew in battles and whatnot. Um, and I never really took sides on any of that. Um, but I used to find, you know, myself battling him in like the finals or in like different parts of battles. And like, it was always pretty heated, you know, it, it got, um, pretty intense at times, but as I got to know him more and especially over time, I realized like he is really doing what he does, uh, with integrity, you know? And, uh, mm -hmm. I think that that's what I look for in people is that they, you know, we can have beef, we can go back and forth, but, uh, if they have integrity in their actions and, um, you know, I think that that's really someone that I, uh, over time has changed in, in, in my view. And, and, and I really do respect, uh, not that I didn't before, but like when you're on the other side of beef, you're kind of yeah. like, you got to pretend like you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, that's, I think just like, as you get older, you know, I think when you're young, you're like, your mind is only, it's so much easier to just kind of like look at breaking as this one thing. Like you look at their skill and you know, they're dancing and that's it and that's the person that they are and uh, as you get older you're like oh yeah people there's more to people than just like they're dancing and like, you you can see like who are they as a person and that kind of thing and you, you, you can get to know them on like a deeper level or something like that and develop some kind of respect like a different kind of respect even if you don't maybe like the way that they dance or something like that like you can respect them on these other levels yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you on that. I, I feel that too. And and people change, you know, like people learn, people grow. I've learned, I've changed, I've grown. And like I, I'm a really big believer that I'll give everyone a chance, mm -hmm. multiple chances to like connect. And like I mm -hmm. really do try. Um and, and some people have burnt bridges, you know, and I just I keep going back. Like I'm just like, you know what, I will always be available to people because uh, I, I just believe in the humanity behind, <clears throat> behind like being there for people, even the tough times. And I'm not saying I'm like the best friend to everyone, but like, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's definitely people who I've had issues with in the past or done things to me that I'm just like, oh, that sucks. And I still connect with them, you know, like I still, I, I don't like hold on to, to beefs and things like that. And I know that a lot of that stuff happens in the scene and I kind of just like say, life's too short to to you know be squabbling as as adults and you know i just i just don't have the patience for it like yeah there's a lot of stuff i think just as you get older you just kind of like are we really arguing over this is this what is this what we're like beefing about or something like that like is is this the problem that's it well, who cares? Like, just get over it. <laughs> it's nothing. Because, like, I'm an adult. Like, now I'm an adult. I was the kid in the scene back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, if I can just talk to you, we could probably work it out. Like, nine out of ten yeah. times. Face to face. 
we can work this out. Yeah. I don't engage in online conversations yeah. that are like, I don't even like read them anymore. Cause like, I just don't find it to be, um, it's just a weird way of being in the world, you know, where you kind of like put things out there, but like, you're not able to receive feedback. And uh, I think difficult conversations should be had face to face, like straight up. And uh, yeah. I just don't participate. I don't fuel the fire. It's like, you know, when there's a fight happening and people gather around, I kind of just walk away. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to add energy to that space. And the same as like online beef, it's like, I'm not going to like or comment or get even read anymore these things because it's like what benefit does that have to their life and what benefit does that have to the actual situation at hand and it's almost never have i seen a, a thing get solved <laughs> through comments and beef on the internet uh yeah just battle yeah it's a lot of stuff that can like you said get solved through face-to-face -face stuff doesn't have to be this big public thing or you know instead of complaining about something you know just take action and you want the scene to change or something whatever it is whatever the issue is like you know oh the scene is whack or something like that and you want to complain about something well then you know do something to change it instead of just i mean speaking up is one thing but you know if you don't like the battles throw your own battle and exactly. make it the way you exactly. want it to be you don't exactly. like the judging okay hire throw an event and hire the judges <laughs> that you, you want to hire the judge exactly you, hire, you know you don't like the mentality okay make stuff and share your opinion and get that out there and totally. and you know make it accessible or something like that create don't, another yeah. don't talk shit like uh, yeah yeah like no one i don't think anyone likes to get lectured people yeah, want, I, want to learn like, i think everyone wants to learn but no exactly. one wants to be like talked down to right that's that's it too you know like if we can speak as equals and there's mm -hmm. like i can respect you and you can respect me and we disagree with each other that's fine mm -hmm. that is yeah, yeah. completely okay like that doesn't mean that we have to be children like we're adults so, and, and and i think what you said is where i've spent most of my life is i'm just going to create the thing that i think mm -hmm. i think needs to exist i might not be right you know unity was never perfect and it mm -hmm. still isn't but we spent our energy and our time building something that took all of our heart and all of our minds and all of our time and all of our energy to create opportunities within the community and like not to like pat myself on the back but like if you were to calculate how many breakers have gotten jobs like who have quit mm -hmm. their jobs because they now either now work at unity or were able to work at unity at one point in their mm -hmm. career i'm like that's dope like yeah and they're you know they're not just breaking every day and they're not just practicing but they're working with you they're working in communities and like mm -hmm. me i think the thing i'm the most proud of with unity is that like we did create the other way we didn't stand around talking shit and like yeah. don't get me wrong i'll talk shit like anyone else but like <laughs> we all talk a little bit of shit but like at the end of the day it's like okay cool talk all you want but are you taking action mm -hmm. and are you contributing and um and it doesn't have to come in the form of like, it can come in so many different forms. You said it, like, are you running events or, you know, uh, hiring judges that you want to see be judging these events uh, or teaching or sharing knowledge. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful I had the opportunity to learn from, you know, guys like Benzo um, 
and, and people in my crew, you know, Nastic and uh, Handles and um, even floor play back in the day, like these guys who don't really break anymore, some of them. Um, and, and, and to me, this was like, excuse me, the group of people I wanted to like roll with when it came to business as well. Mm-hmm. So like guys like Andel work at Unity and, you know, Jim worked at Unity for a bit and, you know, Clinton works at Unity and Boob Jester works at Unity and like, like a lot of members of the community, Frost uh, worked at Unity for, for several years. Um, and, and that was a beautiful thing because then we got to just like hang Mm-hmm. but also do the thing that we love to do to some extent there was paperwork there was you know the fundraising side wasn't always perfect and fun but we did the dance to be able to like do the dance <laughs> yeah that's like, that's the necessary part i think like you know it can't always be this fun uh like you can't always do the, exactly what you want to do like how you want to do it there's some things where you got to compromise like okay we got to we want to be able to do this as work well we need to get money and we have to deal with funders so we've got to deal with that side and, and find a way to get money coming into the the charity and stuff like that and like you know that's just kind of i don't know in the way that things are structured now and that's how things are working like it's just you gotta you know like you said adapt to what's your what's the current situation and you can pretend that it's another way and then have yourself be miserable because your value or your view of the way the world works doesn't align with how the world actually works and you don't (laughs) want to adapt but if you can adapt and then you know add in a little bit of okay this is the direction that I want it it to go in maybe there's some like middle ground that you can compromise to meet like how it actually is and how you want it to be and then it totally. can kind of slowly steer in whatever direction. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good analogy of like, you don't get to do all the things you want to do all the time, you know? And, and, and even this idea that like, when you build anything, we're living, we live in a capitalistic world, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the reality is, you know, paying rent and, you know, survival is dependent in many cases. There are other alternatives, don't get me wrong, but it's, you know, the common way is, is capitalism. So like what we did at Unity is we found a way to work within a capitalist world mm-hmm. and um, bring all the things that we cared about and, and wanted to spend our time doing mm-hmm. into a space where we could like get paid properly to do the thing that we love to do in an authentic way. And was it perfect? absolutely not like yeah. there were so many things wrong with it but like yeah. we built but this thing right. it, sorry nothing ever is perfect right no it's yeah. and it's so far from perfect but it's so much better than like you know um to your point there uh, there are people who just rightfully fight the system and i get it like mm-hmm. system is so broken it's so mm-hmm. broken mm-hmm. and it's again it, it goes back to that same thing of like the shit talking versus the you know, just getting involved and making things happen Mm -hmm. is I can get why people reject the system and want to fight it forever because it's messed up Mm -hmm. to be completely blunt. But at the same time, like from my perspective and the way we tackled it was like, okay, we're not going to blow up the system. We just, we just like, I don't have the capacity to, to fight something so impossible. 
So let's like gamify it. Let's make it work mm -hmm. for us and with us mm -hmm. um, in a way that also works for them and with them, whoever they are. And then it's it's kind of like a bit of a harmony, like everyone, even the person on the other side of, you know, someone who's funding something or, or, or um, evaluating something, like all these weird things we had to do that we had to learn how to do, you know, financial accountants and whatnot, getting involved in audits and all this stuff. It's like board members. Um, but we kind of learn about each other mm -hmm. and, and then like it becomes a bigger, a bigger and better part of life where I get to learn about someone I never would have even spoken to, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, I think sometimes people, that looks weird. I just realized I'm like, resting <laughs> <his> arm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, especially when it comes to like you know bigger businesses and and you know when a lot more money is involved and things like that and you know you get these yeah, people like auditors or board members or things like that and a lot of people i think just have they already have this image in their head that like this idea in their head that these people are this way or or a certain thing but like you said you know when you work with them and you you get to know some of these people like not some people are just you know they're they're not great people or whatever but there's a lot of people who are just you know like every anybody else and they just want to live their life and you know do good things or do the best that they can with the work that they're doing or whatever and, yeah. yeah i believe the majority of people are, are in that category as yeah. the more yeah. the more i meet people who i think are going to be a certain way they end up being the way that you just said, you know, they're, they're just kind of working within, they're doing the best that they can within their situation. Some people love what they're doing in the best of cases, but a lot of people are just kind of like working within these sort of broken rules that, you know, are, are, are not perfect in any way, far from it. Um, and they're just doing their best, you know, they're getting by, they're focusing on their families or their, what yeah. matter, whatever matters to them. And uh, like, I really respect that. Like when I see a banker who's just, you know, doing what they do because they they're taking care of the things they that matter to them in their life you know and yeah uh i i it, you know shit talking conversation aside like you know i think judgment is something that i try to not like to stay away from it's like mm -hmm. i'd rather be curious about what people like why they do things a certain way mm -hmm. versus rush to say why i think they do it a certain way right and the only way i can find out how they actually do it or think or you know why they're acting in the way that they're acting is to talk to them and ask yeah. them like hey what's going on like what like why did you do that or like you know what what why do you you know do the things that you do why did you move to japan you know like yeah. why are you uh making these choices and um you know asking that with a genuine sense of curiosity versus like why'd you do that you know like <laughs> yeah like it hurts the, judge, the judgment yeah. question no, it's a, but it's a real thing, and, and yeah, I yeah, like for sure, for sure. When I become curious about people, I become curious about life, and I become become like curious about like little weird things and breaking like little parts of the dance, you know, like um, yeah. versus just avoiding certain parts of the dance because I'm like I don't do, you know, yeah, 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 even but things like, like I'm not, yeah. I think that's that's one thing. Like, I was just thinking about this the other day because I was you know reading your book and at the end of each kind of section you have these kind of questions for reflection and stuff like that 
And I think that's something that, you know, just, I think it's just my opinion. Like if you want to do anything, just anything in general, seriously, you want to become the best dancer or you want to become this business person or you want to become like whatever, you want to make some game or, or I don't know, whatever you want to do. Like uh, um, if you want to do that and you want to get good at something, like you have to have that kind of curiosity and that kind of reflective nature and just be asking questions about like well okay you know like with this with my like say youtube channel and stuff like that i get people and they ask me like you know how do you find find your style or find you know how do you be creative or things like that and these are really kind of like almost impossible questions to answer but like there's no real answer the answer is like well you just do it and you figure it out along the way and that kind of thing but the way that you do it is like it kind of clicked in my head from, from reading your book it's like you ask these kinds of questions and you you question things in general so it's like i want to be more creative okay well look at what this movement or something and how can i make it different why does it have to be this way what makes it the move and you start like just getting deeper and deeper and deeper and it's like okay well i want to make a new business or something like that well well what kind of business are out there and like well what what need needs what is what do i want and what do what does maybe like the market want or this kind of thing or whatever and you just start asking questions and especially like yeah when you were i think it was when you were talking about your new venture your new like epic and whatever and and figuring that out is just like you were just kind of writing out your your ideas of like well, what do i want to do or what what do i think needs to get done in the world or something like that or what's important and just writing out things that like kind of like okay you're asking yourself questions then and writing out some kind of answer and it doesn't even matter if it's right or wrong but like just asking yourself these questions and it's it, such a big so, thing yeah I think the world doesn't reflect enough Mm. I, I think the world could, would be a way better place with like even a little bit more self-reflection like mm -hmm. it's like what did you do it's like well what did i do <laughs> make you respond to me in that way and we don't often think that way you know like I, I took a management course once and uh they said there's no such thing as bad employees there's only bad managers mm. and i'm like what <laughs> no there's definitely <laughs> bad managers but like no but, but then i really thought of it is like if I'm in charge of my own emotions, you know, like if I'm the boss of my own emotions, then like if I can't understand them and question what's motivating me to operate in a certain way, then I'm just reacting. I'm just like this ball of energy, unpredictable, like I don't even know what I'm going to do, you know, like so I think as human beings, we just we sometimes we focus outwards on what's happening to us and what other people are doing and like I do my best and, and I got to remind myself of this to like ask myself questions like what does the world need uh, in, in from what I from my perspective and it's only my perspective so I'm not saying it's the way or you know um, the right way even but you know what do I see in the world around me that uh, I believe needs to change yeah. how do I respond like how do I find out if that's actually true who do I need to ask who do I need to talk to 
what skills do I have? Like, what am I actually good at? And what do I suck at? Like, I suck at cooking. I'm not going to try to start cooking. Like, it's just, you know, I tried to microwave an egg and realized that didn't work. But uh, you could, right? It's just, you know, you could get good. It's just what do you choose? What, what do you choose to put your time into, right? Well, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, even like, honestly, during COVID, I've like, I've leveled up my cooking oh, by nice. at least 50%, which is like, cooking some basic things, you know, chopping, you know, now it's to the point of survival. So I'm like, okay, I've got to figure this out. Like <laughs> eating like canned beans all the time, but like you can put canned beans in like a burrito and then like yeah. get a fresh avocado and like, look at this, <laughs> make it nice, you know? So, but Five it's, years it's from now we got, we're going to have chef pieces. Oh God. No, that, <laughs> if I can just cook you something and you either don't get sick or like, you know, um, the egg doesn't explode in the microwave. Uh, we'll be good. We'll be good. But yeah, no, I, you know, I believe like, I, it's a good point though, what you said, like I could be a good cook. Like even the idea of writing the book, I'm like, I didn't want to write a book. Like to be honest, these were my journals. Like I literally took my journals over 15 years and one of my friends who I showed it to, who was in the nonprofit sector, she told me like, oh, you could easily just turn this into a book and, and sort of tweak the, uh, the format. And, and I sort of said, similar to cooking, like, I don't want to, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but then I sat with it for like two years and I sort of said, what do I want to do? And it was like, how do I support other people who are running their own nonprofits? So then at that point, writing a book began to make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to figure out how to do it. And just like cooking, it's got this, it's whole, the whole process to it, you know, like the create, the creative process, excuse me, of writing, which was, you know, difficult, just like breaking, you know, you sit at a, on, on the floor alone by yourself in a practice session. Like, how do you start creating? Same as what you said, you just kind of do it. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of write and you see what happens. So no, did I plan on writing? Absolutely not. Like I used to scrape by an English class. Like I'm not good at writing by any means, but I challenged myself. It became another battle to write this book. It became another, you know, um, thing that I'm like, I don't really want to do that, but I think I should because like things in my life are pulling me there. So I'm going to figure it out, you know, and we, you know, with a team of awesome people who I en- ended up engaging with, like I had an editor and, you know, a publisher and, um, people who help with like the audio book. Like, I don't even know, you know, anything about that world, but it, it happened. Right. And, and, uh, it could have been just an idea, but now it's like a completed thing that I, you know, I'm very proud of that. I like shared my truth. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just my truth and my perspective. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, I love how you're doing this. Like you're giving space for people to share their perspectives. Cause like, I believe we have something to learn from every human being on earth, you know, like we have things to learn from animals too, like straight up. Like oh, yeah. Yeah. I have a dog, like she like looks into my eyes. I'm like, yo, you get it. You just, get it. <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm on this learning journey now. And I think, you know, it's nice to know that I'm still young ish. So there's a lot of, you know, while I still have the energy to apply to different areas, I, I'm kind of saying like, what's next, you know, like what's the next sort of thing I'll learn. Maybe it is cooking. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. 
Well, it's something that uh, that I bring up a lot, or just comes up, and some some people, like some students that I have, yeah, I bring it up with them too. But like, it's this idea. I think if, you know, you said I'm still I'm still young-ish or something like that. Like, you know, our bodies are. <clears throat> Our bodies and to an extent our mind like as you get older you know it'll start to kind of deteriorate and that's just kind of the natural process but especially with our mind i think well, with your body too you can do it with training and stuff you train your mind too to not to to what's well, called like beginner's mind you know mm. and in hip-hop we have that saying of like always be a student and stuff like that but i think this beginner's mind is a little bit like deeper than that of it's not just always be learning, but it's like your whole perspective of don't assume that things are a certain way or that they have to be a certain way or, or that kind of thing. Like go into this thing with a fresh perspective as a beginner would so that you have no prior expectations. And then your learning is just like you can fully absorb everything and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, that's beautiful. That's a good analogy. Like, because and as we get older, at least me, like, when you think you start to know things, that's when I realized I was the most wrong. Yeah. And yeah. going back to beginner's mind, going back to that, like, I don't know, yeah, like, seriously. Yeah. And it's a humbling thing, too, because, like, you know, everyone's, as, and as they get older, like, they, everyone develops, like, this ego and the sense of, like, just who they are. And they build up this idea of who they are. And then having to restart something, which is probably why a lot of people just never, they're like, I never I it's too late now I, I can't do this because it, it sucks to start from the beginning and and be terrible at something and and especially like if you can't some people are just not prepared to do that I think because it's tough like but you know if you just and I think there's other people that are just they just like learning things and so they're okay they've already like put their mind to a point where it's like, all right, well, I'm, I know I'm going to suck at this thing. So we can just like throw that out, that uncomfortableness. Like it's just going to suck because I'm, I'm bad at it. Like I've accepted that. Mm. And then they can, they can have this nice fresh start and, and go smoothly. But it's like, yeah, wrestling with your ego and things like that. Yeah. Acceptance is a big one though. Like what you said there around like accepting that it's going to suck and like, <clears throat> like you say ego too and i think about like I, I always thought of myself i'm like oh i'm just, i don't have an ego like yeah every everyone has an ego you know yeah, like yeah. and i think i really faced it when i left unity because i was like i had identified my whole life based on it was 15 years and i sort of built up this sort of feeling that like we had done something kind of cool and like mm -hmm. i am proud of it yeah and you should be i don't identify with that as an expectation as to what I need to do for the rest of my life. And that, that was the weirdest distinction of like, I'm not this organization and all these things that I was part of. Mm -hmm. uh, I enjoyed those things. Those were experiences, but I am not, I am not those things, you know? And like when I sort of was able to sort of separate like myself from the things that I have done and both good and bad and proud and less proud of, but like, if I can just separate them, like I'm, I'm a living being and I can mm -hmm. adapt and change and do different things. And when I, you know, I said that and I didn't really believe it. And then I had to start practicing it after leaving unity and, and being disassociated with all the things that I was used to. 
was really difficult to be honest, but then it made me realize I could probably do that five more times, you know, in my lifetime, if I'm lucky or even one more time in my lifetime, two more times, but I don't need to be stuck to one way of being, one way of thinking, one way of learning. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was kind of getting stuck at unity. I felt it. I was like, sort of like getting too comfortable and yeah. too like stuck to this thing, like all my relationships, all my, friendships all my business you know connections my dance connections we were like it was like too infused so like right. i felt like i needed to just like break it off and say firstly if i do that will this thing fall apart because if it does then it's too dependent on me which when i left it didn't fall apart now keep in mind amazing people carried it on yeah like yeah. so that's not not in any ways on me like i did nothing as soon as I left, I really separated. I, I really accredit every single person who both built Unity and kept it going. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many of them, but when I dissociated from that, you know, I also had to figure out like, who the hell am I? And you know, mm -hmm. what is it? What does it mean to not define myself by the things that I do? Mm -hmm. Excuse me, and, and just like create the things that I want to create, you know what I mean? So lately it's just been experimenting and like I created like a theater dance piece and wrote the book and like started some new small business. And, you know, I just try things now and like mm -hmm. half the things I don't love to do. And I'm like, I'll never do that again. But some I of the things it. I'm like, I tried it. And some of them I'm like, that's perfect. Like that now is part of my sort of repertoire and like the things I want to be like moving towards, you know? So yeah, it's constant, man. Like, I think that sort of always learning mentality is, is a real thing. And like, uh, but it's harder to do. It's easier to say it than mm -hmm. to actually like, because every time you do it, it's just like, fuck, like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to start again, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. And I like, you know, I get, I get why, because you know just when you get older you have more responsibilities and so it's more like you know to have to restart whatever it is can be really scary for a lot of people like oh uh, like for example you know in this covid time that we're in whatever and a lot of people are talking about like well you should use this time to say like start learning even just like a baseline level of like learning how, like some coding or something like that right and for a lot of people it's just like that's so they're i don't know whatever age they're at like they're like 50 years old or something like that and they're gonna lose their job or something like that and it's just mm -hmm. like it's a little different when you're when you're not like a, a teenager living in your parents house or something like that when you have like a family to support and you're like okay well i can learn this thing but maybe what if i can't and like it's all these kinds of doubts and things like that. It's just more at stake, I think. Yeah, and I guess similarly as more at stake, I also think there's more like we get more set in our ways, you know, like yeah, of course that too. Sometimes even comfortable in the way the things that we're used to. So I think constantly breaking that apart and realizing there's opportunity in that. Like that's the other piece is like by by planting so many different seeds, and it's kind of one of the metaphors I also use in the book around like plant seeds even if they don't grow you know mm -hmm. like learn a different language or you know figure out you're, you're going to end up in that country you know many years later or whatever like 
you know what I mean? But if you don't learn the language, you're not going to be moving towards uh, being interested in talking to people who maybe live in a different place. And then all of a sudden they're bringing and inviting you out to go to that different place. So like, it's these types of, Oh, what will learning another language do for me? It's like, and I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. That's a terrible example. Cause I don't know other languages, but uh, you know, um, one of the things I learned during COVID is how to like make coffee, you know, like I'm making like, I'm like, I want to make good tasting <laughs> coffee because I'm going to drink my own coffee every day now. And like, I don't want to spend money on coffee and silly things. So I'm like, figure I like read about all the science behind like <laughs> percolation and like <laughs> the timing and the weight. It's all, it's ridiculous. It's actually just silly, but like, it's kind of cool. There's like yeah. B-boys of coffee, you know, there's like mm -hmm. the way people take that so seriously. Uh, there's like, I remember uh, I learned this uh, ball and cup thing. Like when I met uh, Katsu, who's playing oh, Kendama. Kendama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's so dope. Like teach me how to do it. And I sucked at the beginning. It's like, that's the worst when you're beginner's mind on Kendama. It's like, that's oh, yeah. the most painful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I learned that, uh, a big part is in it's in the knees and you got to bend yeah 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 no, you, totally. like, absorb the shock and i spent like years i got one of them and like now i can just barely do the basics like <laughs> but, it's but it's one of those things like when you see the next level you're like yeah what yeah it's, it's crazy like, it's such a um i feel like that's one of my favorite beginner's mind tasks is kendama because i'd like i can literally watch someone do it i can watch like a 15 year old kid do the most like impossible thing on the planet but you don't know it until you hold it and try it and you're like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but like you know i guess this is coming back to you know what you were talking about at the beginning with breaking like affecting the other parts of your your life or you you take that same mentality and and use it in other other areas but like uh i was just thinking about it you know not too long ago with cooking because i since moving out to japan like um you know i just have to, i had to cook a lot of my own stuff because there's just i was living kind of in the countryside so there i couldn't just go and like go to some random place that's just down the street and like get some food or whatever and it's cheap which you can do in like the big cities so i just started like learning to cook and and doing all this stuff and and a big part of it was like it's kind of like a, a big thing that you talk about a lot was like building the plane what is it building the plane while flying it that kind of thing and oh, you, yeah, yeah. you kind of have a vague idea but you're not really sure and you figure it out along the way as you go and I think that's like a really great mentality to to have of like, you know, it's a scary, scary prospect of like starting something new. But if you just do it and you figure it out as you go, like it's kind of easier than just like sitting there and just worrying about like, oh, well, how do I do this? How do I do this? And then never actually doing it. Yeah. And, and totally. so, sorry, <laughs> to finish that thing with like cooking, but cooking became this thing of like well how can i make this like kind of like put my own version of whatever i'm trying to make 
like you can follow the recipe perfectly and it'll be that way but what if I wanted to like tweak it and I do this and it's like well what if I added this or like I don't know exactly how to make this dish or I don't have the ingredients because Japan has different ingredients I want to make this like food that my mom made it's like Thai food but those ingredients are kind of expensive so what can I do how can I adapt it to the situation that I'm in in Japan with these ingredients and stuff like that how can I make something similar that's like edible <laughs> but it's like using that same mentality of um, like yeah just adding or well, yeah like adapting I guess is what it is kind of the best way to put it yeah no and you don't get it unless you try it you know like yeah. you could be making just instant noodles every day but yeah, yeah but <laughs> even instant noodles like you can give that your own twist right totally i've been doing i yeah. i've been getting on the instant noodle tip lately i'm like oh you can like get fish balls and like put that yeah. in there with the you know with the noodles put some veggies in there put, put some, some miso paste and yeah add some little flavor put an egg in there oh man so much stuff throw some bean sprouts you got Bring yourself it. a real soup <laughs> forget going to the to the restaurant like yeah exactly in-house in-house <laughs> No, but then like, you know, because sometimes that kind of thing will like spur on your curiosity because you're like you're using this instant noodles and stuff and you you've started to make this thing that's almost like a real soup. And then you're like, well, what, what if like, how do you make this broth? I don't want to use this powder anymore. It looks kind of like whatever. Mm-hmm. How do you actually make broth? I and mean, maybe that's like it's just being curious, I think, like you said, like just having that curiosity is really important. Totally. And I mean, probably if you made the broth, it's probably going to kill you less than whatever the heck's in that little package. So like, yeah, right? you know, the easy way is often the wrong, like not the wrong way, but like, you know, if you go down that more difficult path, yeah, uh, it's often rewarding. You know, it's not the, yeah, the weird like the easy way is that, that short, short term kind of, kind of payoff. Like, all right, yeah. I fed myself and it tastes good, but maybe there's like no nutrients in it because it's all whatever dried up something or other but if you get the real thing like real i don't know like chicken bones or pork bone or or vegetable like making your own vegetable stock or something like that like and then you get the satisfaction of like i made this and it's like from scratch and i did this thing that i didn't think i could do and now i can do it again Totally. Yeah, it applies to so many things. I think that's kind of like the theme of today's like, yeah. like our conversation is really like, how can you apply that like creative, curious mentality to like anything you do, like riding a bike, like, you know, I saw a guy pop in a wheelie the other day, like for a long time. And I'm like, still on one wheel, like, <laughs> but I was like, how do I do that? Like, <laughs> yeah. But like that's that's why I think like I've I've been thinking about wanting to have you on this thing for a while because a big part of what this whole thing is about is exactly that that like we all learn these skills in breaking and and we put so much time and effort into breaking and like unfortunately with the way that things are breaking is not the most financially sustainable kind of activity but for a lot of us like we just it's just fun to do and we love doing it and like even though 
there's a lot of people like as they get older like even if they're not doing it for work they still do it because it's just that it's that fun that much fun and like that kind of addicting to create stuff or that feeling of when you're in the moment and dancing and stuff like that but like you or guys like frost or buddha or you know people like that that they're doing you guys are doing things where it's like okay you have this framework take that and put it into the other things that you're interested too and maybe that can lead to something else or just like you can take that same like dedicated mentality of and figuring out like kind of problem solving that you do in in breaking and put that into like i don't know you're going to school for for business or you're going to school for whatever it is or or you're not even going to school and you're figuring out like well what work can i do they take that mentality and 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 problem solve Mm. you know find creative solutions to what is your problem and and how can you go about it and like you've got this framework now of not seeing things like this you can see things like around like different pathways that lead to that same end there's not one direction right yeah that's a big thing because you know if you get blocked and you're going in one direction yeah and you just turn around but you're like well maybe i can dig a hole or like you know go around the other side or like make friends call the person on the other side of the door and be like hey you want to hang out and let them let me like yeah i I try to look at a barrier as like okay what's another way and that doesn't apply in all situations like think situations that does not apply is when when girls say no or like there's things that you just (laughs) if there are places where no is but but you know that could be okay they said no but if you think a different way it's like okay well maybe they're saying no because i'm being a shitty person or something like that so maybe the solution is be like okay maybe i should look at what's going on with how i act or how i treat people and that kind of thing like there's always some alternate path and it yeah yeah i I guess my version of that is as long as i'm not like hurting anyone yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) not illegal or you know like i have certain boundaries of like if you know where where certain no's mean absolutely no and yeah yeah, yeah. you know but at the same time i i do think of things where when it's when it's not those two things of like illegal or or hurting someone but Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of people trying to raise money in the charitable sector and like it's not obvious on how to do that like i think about breakers you know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of dancers who could be getting grant funding at least here in canada mm-hmm. and they don't even apply and that's okay like that's yeah. completely fine but they i've heard people say they want to apply i'm like well just write just just write it just write one and get denied and get that feedback and take the feedback and put it into the next one mm-hmm. the likeliness of you probably getting money if you write it get the feedback bring the feedback back and put it back if you want to go down that path is quite high like it's very high because yeah. breakers in canada don't submit a lot of grant applications like mm-hmm. so again i'm not saying that that's the way that we should be surviving and living off mm-hmm. of grant money but at the same time like it's an, a lot of people, it's an option it's just a, it's another option you know and there's quite in canada specifically there's a lot of money available for that so um you know i spend a lot of time convincing people to just apply you know like yeah but I think it that's, it's that kind of thing that maybe some people 
they even just need that advice like they're it's so maybe that the concept of like applying for a grant and doing this thing it's just so like foreign to them that even the idea of like submitting it and getting and like getting rejected they don't even know that they get feedback on like well why did they get rejected or whatever mm. or that kind of thing like and but even just having you telling them that like get rejected and then the, like get feedback on on it so that you can make the next one better that kind of thing like that even that simple thing that simple little thing that you just tell some random person like that can be the motivation that gets them to actually do it but like so few people actually do that kind of thing or put information out there or do things to i guess in a more like public way it's a, it's a lot of times like very very like oh you're just having this conversation and you tell the person that kind of thing but you know things like say with what what you're doing or what frost or buddha or anyone any of these people are doing like just getting getting that message out there i think is so important yeah no i hear you i mean even the idea of writing a book is a bit of like a bsc thing to do like <laughs> i don't have anything to say more than any other person but like that doesn't mean i'm not gonna go and do that because like mm -hmm. i want to document it for myself you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. i, I want to put that down on paper i'm not saying that i'm like I, I wrestled with my own self and say like who am i to write a book it's like was anyone to write a book i think every human being should write a book like if they want to write a book because i feel everyone has something <clears throat> so you know why do i have to doubt myself you know for someone else it's really like why can't i just listen to the deep sort of thing that is, is happening in my life that i need to respond to or i feel like responding to and respond to it you know and uh, if someone wants to pick that up, cool. If they don't, that's just as cool. Like, I don't want to force anything upon anyone. And like, same thing as the grant thing. Like, that's not for everyone. I totally get that. Mm -hmm. But if you wanted to apply for one, anyone who's watching this, like, hit me up. And I would, I promise I would revise a grant application for free just to like support the community. Because like, I want more breakers to get that grant money because it's available, you know, like yeah. straight up. Yeah. Like, hit me up if you're, if you're considering it. Because like, Sometimes it does take that person who's, who's gotten and done that before to, you know, uh, just say, hey, you can do this. And, and really, uh, there's so many, just that particular topic kind of drives me a bit up the wall because like, there's so many like contemporary dancers uh, proportionately who get that funding and they're, yeah. you know, nothing against that community either, but it's just disproportionate in the amount of dances being done in the way that it's being done and the way it's being funded and supported by you know the powers that be so yeah hit me up if you want a, a grant revision for yeah. free yeah. i got you but it's like you know even that yeah that kind of thing of like people there's just like no real history of it in the breaking community so it's it's hard for people to even have the knowledge that it exists right like yeah. if if people don't know that it exists then they're not going to apply or if there's no one that's done it before then you know if you wanted to apply like part of the problem is just you got to do it like you said but it's but it always... takes honestly anytime i've ever written one it takes like a day like literally mm -hmm. i throw away a day doing 
the most random things sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like sit down for two hours on one day and two hours on another day and just like get as much of whatever you can get done done and just submit it. Like doesn't you choose yeah. how much time you want to spend on it, right? Like true, true. but but and if you're not good at writing, then get a friend who can write. You know, like there's so yeah, many exactly. ways like, yeah, exactly. out and let your friend type it up, you know, yeah. like so like this this is what I mean. Like just having someone say these things to tell people them, I think is so helpful that like you can just you can do it here's some simple little things that you can do to make because like i think a lot of people that look at grant writing and because yeah some of them are these huge projects that take months to write or whatever but some of them are like you said they're they're relatively simple and um it's just a matter of like okay making this thing that seems large and like okay well how do we make it more manageable here's what it actually is here's what you goes into it and like you know you just type up this this is how long it takes you know and it it makes it more manageable yeah i mean it's the same as like if you're selling a product right like if you're selling hats or t-shirts like yeah, yeah. you got to print the t-shirt start showing up to jams and selling it or you know go to retail stores and say can you put this on your rack like it's the same thing like if you put in the effort mm -hmm. you're gonna it might not work out like i'm mm -hmm. not saying this stuff always works out and in fact it probably doesn't work out as much as it does but um <clears throat> your point earlier like if you don't put yourself out there on the things that you believe in then like you know those things are never gonna really come come to be what did wayne gretzky say you miss, oh yeah you miss 100 percent of the shots no <laughs> you you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take or something like that yeah yeah was that even him? I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. But it's, but it's, good. it's corny sounding, but it's it's one of the truest things. Yeah. yeah. And you can say that thing in a lot of different ways. Like, but, you know, I think that's that's just something, too, that that like hip hop and breaking like it fosters that it should foster that kind of mentality of like if I don't know how to do something, well, just figure, figure it out, figure out a way. Like I want to do this. So how do I go about doing it mm. and just figure it out? Like, like the whole mantra of, of hip hop is like, make something out of nothing. Like I don't have all the opportunities to do this. And like, you know, you can, you can complain that it's like, Oh, it's too complicated or it's too, you can make all the excuses for yourself. But at the end of the day, like, like we said before, if you're not taking, take some action into how you want to either change the world or change your life or change, makes things better or this kind of thing. Like, what are you doing to actually move that forward? Yeah, totally. And like, I support anyone who goes down that path, you know, like if you ever want to bounce ideas and just like, even just to like, get some validation of like, yo, what do you think of this idea? Like I spend a lot of my time doing that with like breakers and, you know, friends and cause I, I want to see everyone try the things that they want to try, you know, like, and, and the things that have been sort of in the back shelf of your mind, you know, like that idea that's just been like, Oh, I really want to do this. Like, you know, if, if anyone thinks those, uh, those things that often throughout their life, like, you know, I really encourage people to just, try those things you know and mm -hmm. and and it's risky you know like i get yeah um we can only take risks that we're comfortable taking so 
uh, and and some of that is financial risk. Some of it's like, you know, reputational or personal. Like there's there's reasons why people sometimes choose not to do things. Um, and and then when people push back on me like that, I say like, what's the smallest version? Yeah, the safest, smallest, tiniest like version that you could try that wouldn't hurt like be risking too much that mm -hmm. would be like not dangerous in any way financially or you know just a way where you could even just talk to someone about it and see how they respond to you talking about that thing right right yeah see what feedback you get from that and like it's so funny because like sometimes we think we have to open the store yeah you know, we have to pay rent and open the store to see if it'll work but you don't have to you can test it before it yeah comes to be you know yeah. like I think that's a really important thing of like chipping away at at the thing like slow slow gains or slow like a slow process into becoming that thing in the future of whatever you want it to be or whoever you want to be that kind of thing like the mm -hmm. best example i can think of is the way that we, a lot of people think about like say new year's resolutions and like losing weight and stuff like that and people are like all right this is going to be the year where i i finally go to the gym i'm going to go to the gym every day and it's like they go too far like they're they're not accustomed to it and so it's like this radical change and they can't keep it up and they fall off really quick because it's just like they're not accustomed to it but say someone who's like all right i'm gonna go to the gym once a week and i'm gonna do it for like this amount of time i can manage that i think i can manage that all right and then they start enjoying that and it becomes routine and they're like you know what i can I'm enjoying this and I want to do more of it and I want to commit more of my time to this. And then they start doing it like a bit more, 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 that kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, totally. I, I, I definitely relate to that. Like, and, and I think about even, um, unity, like I was building little bits of it and it just kept growing and growing with the team, it just kept growing and growing. And then by the time it got to the point where it was kind of like a bigger, entity it's like i didn't even want to be part of something that big like mm -hmm. it was bigger than i felt to be even comfortable with so that i moved on you know like yeah. and i think that that's kind of another thing is like when i when i'm building like little by little you know i don't even know where it's always going yeah. and then it sort of got to this point where i'm like actually this is too much for me you know yeah. like i just it's not i don't want to feel that pressure of like having to keep people's jobs and you know that's not why i started doing that little thing and then yeah but it's but it's amazing like now it's up doing this other stuff and i want that to continue but i don't want to have to like sacrifice my own health to mm -hmm. like try to be raising that kind of money or whatever like all the things that we had created which were beautiful yeah. but uh they weren't like the reasons why i originally started it or the things that i was like i'm good at building things i'm not good at like sustaining big things you know? yeah like that was one thing that i forget where i heard about it but it, they, they were it was like this talk about um you know a lot of people talk about say like liberal or conservative and this kind of thing and like you know oh we don't want the these people running the country we don't want these people doing this or whatever but like the reality is you kind of need you need kind of every all these people like you need people who are kind of more free thinking and like oh this system i don't like the way the system works so they create this new system or they create this new way of of working within the system where they 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 make the thing that they want that doesn't exist 
that kind of thing. But like you said, like you're good at building stuff. You're not good at like sustaining stuff. But some other people have that other kind of opposite mentality. And so those are the people that will like say run the company or run something or whatever. But like you can't say those are the only people that you need or that you only need say like free thinking people. Like you need both of them working together to to have things work like Mm. if people are too kind of you know conservative then people things get stale or they don't they aren't able to adapt to new changes and things like that and uh if you have two people who are too free thinking running everything then nothing is ever stable and like you can never adapt like adjust to anything because it's always changing and this kind of thing like um i was just thinking about that with you know living in japan and i moved here and then i have to like figure out uh, a new culture a new language new job and this kind of stuff and then i got kind of okay get used to it get used to it but then like okay i moved to, to osaka and now it's kind of restarting again mm-hmm. and it's like you and like after doing that for a while and like you know different jobs in vancouver and stuff like that it's kind of like you do kind of want to balance it out a bit of like, I don't want to always be shifting. And it seems kind of cool when you're younger, but as you get older and you're just kind of like, you know, I want a little more stability, but it's like about learning to balance it. Right. Like too much stability oh. means that you, things become routine and boring and depending on your personality and that kind of thing. I don't know where this rant is going, but <laughs> no, I like, I mean, I think I agree. And I think um, it's kind of, uh, it's all, intertwined into what we've been talking about like i think Mm -hmm. about like the ecosystem of like what Mm -hmm. we're part of you know like Mm -hmm. like you said the conservative or the liberal or the free thinking person they all interact in different ways Mm -hmm. and sometimes that gets out of balance and Mm -hmm. scales will tip as the world is right now in certain Mm -hmm. ways you know like it's it's gone too far and people are you know slowly and right rightfully correcting some of that in 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 society but i think there's also this um you know, uh, energy that, you know, being aware of the ecosystem and what's happening around you. So you can sort of mobilize different parts of that, uh, to, to get, uh, something to happen in the world, you know, and, and that's kind of, you know, what we do in our lives and in breaking and we did with unity and, you know, and just keep, keep at that as we get older. Cause it's, we do get a little bit more ingrained in our ways yeah. and, and our egos and our, belief that we're good at something because we did it before so like just kind of tossing that shit out and saying like i am a person i'm breathing i'm here right now and i have some things that i can do you know and i'm comfortable and confident to do but that doesn't make me better or even more capable than any young person who just started in the same thing so like if i can respect you at that level and meet you towards getting something done like cooking or breaking or building an organization then like Mm -hmm. you can create things at any age in your life uh, whether you're 12 you know 98 you know it doesn't really matter so um yeah man this is this has gone down the the rabbit hole of really cool but it's like conversations you know it's i don't know i I like this stuff a lot (laughs) um but i think you know it's just that's the kind of stuff that in my opinion you know we talk about 
breaking and stuff like that on this this like i don't even want podcast i guess yeah um <laughs> a lot but you know these kind of things that they're they apply to everything like you know we we brought it up a lot with um you know being reflective and you know dealing with ego and and even realizing that that exists that everyone has an ego like there's just there's so many aspects that we don't really think about in in kind of our modern like maybe modern western society of like mm. yeah you're mental well, you know you can think of it in a lot of different ways but like yeah like mental health and and just yeah that whole aspect of of that whole side of being human like so many people you know it's they're concerned with like i've got to go to the gym got to stay healthy because the this office job is like you know it's not good for my back and sitting in a chair all the time but like you know there's other aspects too like how is your psyche doing of doing this say whatever work like you just got to always kind of think about that mm. you know? mm -hmm. and that's yeah. one thing that i i really appreciated too in your book that you you brought up that side of things of like mental health and just you know some of the stuff that you went through personally and i really appreciate that like uh well i guess like what do you say like just honesty and openness to share the, your experiences with just whoever's reading it and uh and i think that's like stuff that needs to be kind of just even thought about a little bit more by just the everyday person that yeah that's no, I, I appreciate that because like i just i need to i spent a lot of my younger life not talking about it because yeah. you know my family you know my mom was struggling and like she, she just told us not to talk about it and i respected that mm -hmm. but as i got older and i experienced my own challenges with my own mental health i'm like you know what <clears throat> living in silence is, is scary and it's yeah you know well, it's, it's not like a balance too, right? It's a balance. You know, I'm not going out and, you know, yeah. just, you know, uh, doing it publicly in this way, but it's, you know, when it comes to reaching out to friends, you know, when it comes to um, setting an example for people who, you know, um, for going to seek help and, and seek support in whatever ways that's helpful. Like I'm a big advocate for that type of stuff, especially within the breaking community and hip hop community. Cause I feel like there is this sort of, sort of machoism around, mm -hmm know yeah. seeking help so yeah. you know i'm all for it and uh all i know is um i'm for it and, and I, I lead by example from people i've seen who have opened up and to me so you know i think it's just like paying it forward it's it's almost like the each one teach one in the form of yeah. like support you know yeah um but and you, uh, and you kind of leading by example too of like you're whether you like it or not you're one of one of the people that are kind of in this sort of what do you what do you, how would you put it like realm of influence or something like that or you you know you're you're one of the people that lots of people know it maybe in the canadian scene or something like that or internationally or whatever right and so having someone like you you know open up and share your experiences kind of like i think it, it can help people like realize like oh yeah you know what like it's like normalizing it in a way like well if that yeah. person can do it 
maybe I can do it too, or something like that. Like, and they're, yeah, and I think we, we, everyone has someone that looks up to them, you know, you go, yeah. you, your students look up to them and like you, and I think that's what I realize is as we get older, we don't realize there's people looking up to us, no matter what actions we're taking, whether we want them to or not. So yeah. I take that responsibility very seriously that I know people uh, have seen the things that I've done and, and continue to do. And everyone has that, that people's eyes on them. They just, you don't choose that. It just, it happens. So how do you take that sort of power and responsibility and how do you use it uh, in a way that sets a good example for, um, you know, the next gen, the current gen elders mm -hmm. learning from, you know, kids and kids learning from elders. But like, I think it's a reciprocal learning journey, you know, each one teach one again is like that core piece to it. But, um, Hey man, I don't want to, I don't want to cut it short, but I actually just realized I got to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no worries. Uh, I, I want to like, I feel like we can go, I could go two hours more into this chat though. And I'm like, I feel like we're just scratching the surface. You we'll, know? we'll, we'll have to do this again sometime. Um, cause there's, yeah, like I said, there's always a lot to talk about, but you gotta go. Yeah, man. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, 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 it's no worries. Um, for anyone who wants to read your book, it's called building unity and you can get it in anywhere basically. Right wherever and if you can't you know afford it drop me a note i'll send you a copy i yeah. want the people in the breaking community to, you know check it out and for it to be accessible so i'm very happy to share it you know yeah i highly recommend it it's got a lot of good messages about just hip-hop and turning that into other aspects of your life and just what goes into running a charity running a business and this kind of thing and stuff about mental health there's so much stuff in there that's really good so I highly recommend it for anyone to read. And Pieces is just like a good guy that I want to support too. And and uh, you're doing good things and and changing the world in your own <laughs> in your own small ways that you can. Yeah, we're all doing it, man. But yo, it's yeah. been dope to, dope to dope to connect and like let's let's hang again soon. Whether yeah, it's yeah. you know through this or just catching up, like yeah, uh, you know I appreciate what you're doing and uh, yeah, I look forward to you know. Uh, staying in touch a little bit more often now that I'm a bit more of a human being and not working for, <laughs> yeah. you know, for my entire life's purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this and sharing your thoughts and stuff. And I hope people out there watching and listening enjoy it. Yeah. If you have anything that you want to say, you can, you can say it right now. No. Much love to my crew, MEC, to, to my teachers, Benzo, and those who showed me the way, and uh, uh, everyone along the way who made unity and any of those things possible, because I didn't do any of that stuff. It was all the people who supported me to do it. So if I got to say something else, it's just to, thanks to everyone who made my journey possible. Nice, nice. Cool, man. Well, thanks again, and we'll catch everybody later. Peace. Thanks everyone for listening. If you like what you heard, please consider supporting on my Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash RazzyF2. That's R-A-Z-Z-Y-F-2. This also goes towards supporting my YouTube channel where I make tutorials and discussion videos. And you can find that at www.youtube.com slash RazzyF2, R-A-Z-Z-Y-F2. 
Supporting on Patreon puts your name in the credits of the videos as a supporter, gives you access to a private Discord server where you can connect with fellow members, and gives you access to the full video versions of each podcast. I also offer private coaching there, so if that's something you're interested in, it's available. Once again, thank you for listening and look forward to the next one. Peace. Peace.